have today a, a leader of the opposition party. He's a former member of DA. He's a former member of Action SA. Also, he was known for being one of the best mayors in Gaute, a former mayor of Midval local municipality, a leader of Mr. Baloy, thank you so much for speaking to Johannesburg this weekend of Lodi and Enadil. What is it that will be happening in that community meeting? Well, thank you so much for the platform. I think as we are seeing the growth of Shiloba across the country, and in particular, Gauteng is, is our fastest growing area, more community members are actually requesting to have an engagement with ourselves to first uh, for me to also explain to them what Chiluba is and what we plan to do differently compared to other parties. Importantly, we link all of these public engagements with the continuous registration drive because elections are won and lost on registrations. So the number of people that are able to register who are uh, who would most likely vote for is quite important for us to mobilize those people. So even after the first registration, we can, we've continued to uh, pursue voters and uh, request them to register more so young people. And quite excited that more community members want to engage with us and they actually see us as a viable alternative. So we'll be engaging communities around the issues, but most importantly, what we are going to do differently. In terms of what you'll be discussing with them, what are the key points that you'll be looking at? Look, the biggest issues in Loli is infrastructure, is issues around uh, housing, is issues around economic development, issues around uh, migration, and issues around uh, crime So and policing. So these are the things that we need to deal with, tackle decisively, but equally demonstrate what we're able to do now, uh, working within the limitations we have, and also compelling government and also forcing government to play its obligation whilst we are going towards an election to ensure that once we get there, we'll be able to implement our policies. It will deliver the change. It will yield some positivities happening in communities. You are known for good governance as well as a good leadership, especially from your previous positions. In terms of what you have for this community um, of Johannesburg, what is it that you have that is quite different from other political parties that are obviously looking forward to also get the votes in that area? Look, many people, for the reasons you listed when you opened the segment, and describing the work that I've done in Midval and how it has benefited community and how uh, I was able to provide the leadership and governance that is missing in the country. So what many people bemoan in the country is exactly what I've got the experience to do. So people have recognized that what they need is someone who's, who's got the capacity to actually implement what they say. And one of those persons who has done so successfully for eight consecutive years is Bongani Baloy. So many people are quite excited about this, which is drawing residents and individuals towards our uh, party, Shiloba. But most importantly, what's happening is now we need to articulate a different uh, future for the country and what we need to do when we get into government. And I think there's a very important message that we are sharing with communities that if anybody comes to you to promise you heaven and earth, they will be lying. The first five years of the, of the post-2024 government uh, is going to be about uh, stabilizing government only. If anybody says we're going to do uh, this new thing, uh, this, and I mean, there, there would be, sorry, just the call just came in there. So they will, they will be lying uh, to, to the residents. Uh, sorry, let me just uh, um, switch off this thing. So, so, so this unique story, we, we are actually being very truthful to residents 
uh, in explaining to them that the future is a difficult one. This future requires someone who's got the a level of temperament, experience, and capability to be able to manage uh, this big ship called South Africa Inc. to be able to navigate these uh, troubled waters, but mostly take decisive actions and difficult actions and decisions that will be able to be benefit everybody. So the, the things we're emphasizing to the communities, one is the, the journey ahead after 2024 elections, what it will mean. Number two, what it means for us to stabilize government. Number three, when we'll be able to look at a, a, an agenda that's up, that's looking at growth and prosperity from there. Because only you need a government that's really functioning. And the difficulty with us as a country, our government has resigned its abilities and capabilities to private citizens. So it's almost Mudimaru too. So that's the situation citizens find themselves in. So we are going to tackle that back and claw back the constitutional powers of government and capabilities of government to be able to implement that specifically. There are policies that we'll be able to implement in the first term. There are policies we won't be able to implement in the first term. And the success of these policies is on the, purely on the basis of us delivering, first in getting government to function fully uh, for, for residents. So many of these policies will be articulating as time goes, as we are unpacking, rather in the process of uh, our policy formulation, we'll be able to uh, explain on those, but our policy formulation is born out of reality. But answering a simple question, when we get into government next year, what are we going to do? Uh, that's going to ensure that we are able to stabilize government. Sure. Our, our municipalities, Master Baloy, you would also understand, especially in Free State and in the Northwest, some of them are put under administration, some are struggling in terms of good governance. Um, but also in Johannesburg, there's still a lot of um, bad governance that's happening there. In terms of what you can offer, especially looking at what you did at Midval local municipality, what is it that you can offer in terms of your policies, on the municipalities in, in a perspective that is more practical yeah. in terms of what you can do, for instance? Look, for our perspective, this is quite clear. Um, there is no municipality in the country, in the history of the uh, administrative or municipalities being put under administration that have actually performed better. So all of this government's combined uh, approach or rather attempts to put municipalities under administration, 139154, have not yielded anything positive. Instead, they've become worse. The performance has worsened. So it tells you that the mechanisms of government are not actually functioning properly. And I've often made the point that there, there's also, uh, there, there's, there's in the main two MECs that are complicit to the rot of government in, 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 in every province. Every quarter, Every month, you must submit reports to the provincial executive via the, the provincial, I mean, the, M, the MEC of finance and the MEC of cooperative governance. These two MECs regularly see the deterioration of municipalities and do nothing. They wait for a quarter. So there's no performance evaluation mechanism that finds the problem before the problem becomes a disaster and therefore allows a decision matrix where they say, this is a problem, let's find, let's deal with it, let's, let's mitigate. They don't do any of that. Instead, they let it become worse and worse and worse. So, so, the point I'm firstly making is that government is complicit to, uh, to the deterioration of municipalities. But number three, what we're also actually starting to see is that we've got too many municipalities. In fact, the three-sphere system of government is not working. When I speak three-sphere of government, I'm speaking national, province, and local. 
We help the firm view that there's we need one less sphere, and that one less sphere is province. So, so our approach is going to put a firm proposal to say let's remove provinces and let's have less municipalities. But as we do so, we need to create uh, uh, small I mean, municipalities that are compact, that are that uh, make financial viable sense as well, uh, and but municipalities that will best be led by competent uh, uh, leaders, be it from political side and also. Administrators as well, and we'll be introducing a number of new uh, amendments to legislation, which we are going to uh, one prevent persons who have stolen on another municipality to go and be employed in another municipality. Number 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 two, um, uh, we'll also introduce legislation that uh, will empower us to actually uh, dissolve a council on the basis of performance. So you set a threshold. There's no municipality that has been uh, dissolved on the brink of uh, its uh, uh, ill performance or sustained negative performance. Instead, it's largely political squabbles. So we're going to put mechanisms in where we find the problem before the problem manifests, but we'll actually deal with the problem to be dealt with. So in, in, in public uh, institutions, is going to come to an end as we tighten the screws, we tighten financial uh, um, or oversight rules, but equally the consequence management is going to be a big one. We're going to start to see people being held liable personally for the decisions that they make that uh, are not in the interest of communities. All right. Are you, are you looking only in Gauteng, Johannesburg, or are you also going to look at other areas, especially as the upcoming um, opposition party that wants to get votes in these areas? Look, we will definitely be moving uh, out of Gauteng. So over the past four, I mean, five weeks, I've been in Gauteng focusing on, on different regions in Gauteng. And this is the last engagement we're having in Gauteng, which will enable me to start uh, a journey in Limpopo, in Pumalanga, in KZN, and also in the Northwest and the Free State. So at this point, those are the six provinces we are looking at. And these are very strategic provinces uh, in and around Gauteng and, and connected to each other. So we'll be able to, to at those municipalities and i think uh, late in february we'll make a determination about how far progress is in the northern cape eastern cape and the western cape but at this stage the six provinces we're talking about are, are, are actually very fertile grounds for us and people are receptive to the message of shiluba and its promise and what we want to try and do and most importantly i'm, I'm making a special call for young people all of those who, who have been sitting watching politics and being despondent now you've got an opportunity to be part of something where you don't credentials. You don't need to have held a gun or a grenade or being part of uh, all these things that are happening in the 80s. Our struggle is now, and we're calling on young people to say, Shiloba is an opportunity for you. You don't need any struggle credentials. Here, you don't even need money. You just need your contribution, your time and your effort and your hard work and your resilience to be able to pursue this. So we're calling on young people who are capable, interested and excited to join Shiloba and to be part of this team, as we'll also be uh, soon calling for those who want to go to parliament, to come and contest and go through a process that will design, which will identify some uh, uh, some competent, capable young people. But most importantly, for you to be successful, you need to have contributed to the party through sweat equity and building structures and being visible on the ground. Mm. That's the question that I wanted to, to ask you. And before that, um, just to apologize to our viewers of the that we are having on this interview. But Mr. Baloy, you are also young, in, in my view, um, in comparison to other politicians that we have in this country. In terms of your candidates in these areas that you are talking about, especially in Gauteng, Limpopo, and other provinces that you are going into, 
do you have it? What kind of, um, what type of leaders do you have in your party that people at least can say? Look, we're quite excited because we're attracting young people who have never been in politics before, don't have a record in politics or public governance, but they've got the will. And educated young people and those who are community known for positive things in their communities, which is quite exciting for us. So we are going to contribute to the body politics of South Africa, new people, new energy, new uh, breed of leaders who are ethical, committed, and disciplined as well, who understand that at the top of our agenda is to improve, uh, is to improve the lives of South Africans and, and to ensure that we bring about dignity to Black people. And that's something that is kind of, so one people who are very conscious about that because we're going to be intentional about the things we do in our communities to resolve those things. For many we look to look after our communities while God has given us their hands. And it's important for us to say we are no longer benefit goodwill for anybody. We are going to do it our Is a new and posters. You're going to ask yourself, Who is this? I've never seen this person, but you'll tell from this uh, branding that, that we have and the individuals that these are excited, a group, a new group, who know links with other political parties who are starting for the first time and who just love their country and want to do a, a good job for their parents, for their families, and for their communities. You, you are also speaking about attracting young Yeah. I don't know you. Yes, Mr. Baloy. I hear you. I can hear you. You can. You're also speaking, you're, you're also speaking about young people that are faced with challenges of unemployment, um, challenges of crime, especially in Gauteng. You know, in terms of your policy, um, how are you going to address these things that I've mentioned, unemployment, especially for young people, um, issues of crime, especially in Gauteng as well. How are you going to address this? Okay, so so let's look at, let's separate the, the issue of the unemployment and the issue of uh, crime, even though it is directly linked. But you need some remedies that deal with them separately, but some remedies that will deal with both uh, uh, of the root causes simultaneously. So on the issue of young people, Firstly, government must declare a state of emergency on the unemployment level of young people. This will create uh, the space to be able to move in a type of way that has never been seen before and how you amass government resources and consolidate the government's resources to benefit young people and give young people an opportunity. So, so one of those things, one, we need to create a scheme that will work with the private sector to give uh, incentives for young people to be employed uh, immediately. So we'll need to go through all of the projects that the president has started, which are dysfunctional and consolidate into one program where we'll give young people a path. Now that path will comprise of two parts. The path will comprise, uh, will work with private sector players to ensure that there's a path for them to be employed immediately in the private sector. And then there's a the path for those who are unemployable. And the path uh, for that is to start with conscription. That's the military. 
So, so we also are key proponents of those support military. In fact, that would be a, a, a one of the quickest wins uh, to remove young people from the immediate environments away from drugs, so we can rehabilitate millions of young people as we prepare them for the second phase after the military service for about two, three years to move into the private sector. And what we're also going to do, we're going to consolidate entrance into government through one door. You see, the police go through their own employment and recruiting uh, teachers, uh, t- uh, nurses, and uh, uh, soldiers. So we're going to consolidate entrance into government through one thing, which is going to be via the conscription. So once you get through conscription and serve your time, you're able to then access additional academic support for you to pursue, either be a police officer, be a nurse, uh, be a teacher, and etc. And all of those civil service jobs that will require one entrance point. So we're really going to run a government that is tied as control from the center to a great extent because we need to respond to this uh, disaster and emergency situation of unemployment. When you do that, it obviously has an immediate impact on crime because the individuals who are sitting in the corners who are desperate, who are unemployed, are no longer there to be able to then uh, be vulnerable to those situations and then engage in crime. But at the same time, crime requires a reinforcement and increase of, of, of police officers. Uh, but beyond police officers, we also need to modernize. So police officers need to move with modern society and technology to ensure that we deal with these things as well. But we also need to do an overhaul of senior leadership of police because they've brought us to the situation that we are in, because our country is actually run by cartels and cabals, criminal cabals, which is uh, bringing in drugs, uh, human trafficking, and various other things in the country that we need to deal with this so we'll employ a multi-pronged strategy involving technology and ensuring that where people are settled, we know who you are and what you're doing in the country. But most importantly, the country, I mean, uh, when you look at the countries, the present, I doubt the president knows what's happening in, in communities and who is where and what they're doing. So we will have a, a deep focus into getting to community level so we know who is, is doing what and we're able to collate uh, a better intel to be able to be responsive to the challenges we face as a country. So, so it's an exciting time uh, Mr. Uh, to look at best practices from other parts of the world. Yes. Mr. Malo, before I, I, I let you go, and also we also apologize from our side in terms of the technical chaos, the technical errors that we are having. Um, before I let you go, confirm at least maybe the time and the day that you will be in this area which is in the south of johannesburg over uh, this coming weekend i mean to say um, where would you be at what time at least that people can come and meet with you so that they can engage with you in this public engagement that you are having there in the province of khaute um, look we're quite excited that we'll be in in loli uh, where we'll be engaging uh, residents of Day, Lowly, Lubbock South. Uh, we'll be starting the engagement at 10 o'clock, um, a public meeting, and thereafter I'll do a walkabout and get uh, more young people to register and signing up members as well. So from 10 o'clock until about uh, 2 o'clock, one will be in Lolly with the community engaging them. And I think Lolly people will be very surprised because Lolly is our, is our heartbeat in, in Johannesburg. That's where we've got uh, thousands of members in Lolly. 
so it's quite an exciting uh, uh, campaign for us to to wrap up our campaign by before the year ends. So we're quite excited. But most importantly, I want to reiterate our call to young people. Young people, those who are despondent, you don't have, uh, you don't see political options. You don't see that you can actually uh, have a meaningful participation or contribution in politics. Shiloba is that uh, opportunity for you. So come join us as we work side by side with each other to build a formidable alternative for this country. All right, that is the president or the leader of Shiluva. It's a political party, opposition party in South Africa. It's led by Bongani Baloi, who's known for good governance, good leadership. We've seen him before in the previous leadership position that he had. Now he's taking things on his own hands and he'll be in Johannesburg talking to the residents of Johannesburg, at least in the south of Johannesburg. Mr. Baloy, thank you so much for talking to us and thank you so much for sharing this detail. We're looking forward to that meeting. We're also looking forward to speak to you after that meeting, at least to hear in terms of where you are going from there. Thank you so much, really appreciate it.